Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, it's a new week. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Hey, L'Oreal, you look beautiful. Uh, barely, but we made it, though. You, you look great. <laughs> no, that's true. You all good and sun-kissed, getting ready for this summertime. Yes. But you're not the only one that's ready for the summer. The week is ready for the summer. Drake drops a new album. Beyonce drops a new single. It's Woo! summertime ready. Tisha Campbell, oh my goodness. Her and Martin are back in the news. They have buried the hatchet. This is like a 20-year, two-decade feud. Yes. The hatchet has been buried. The Martin reunion is on. We're definitely going to unpack that. And Cassie Diddy's ex, her husband, mm-hmm. Alex Fine, allegedly shots, um, shoots fires, or fires are shot, rather, at ow, Diddy. Ow. Pew, pew, pew. Brotherly <laughs> love. Take that, take that. <laughs> Woo! And it got a little spicy. And, you know, an elephant killed a woman and then attacked her again at her funeral. So we want to talk all about, I know this is so crazy. We got to talk about this. Speaking of crazy, you know, they all in my DM. Oh, yeah. I was in Miami this week, so you know, I got the biggest of crazies. And this one is going to surprise you of just who slid in my DM. And Uh also, for our final question to undress, this happened. I have a mother. So whatever it is that got your checkbook ready to put checks in my box and rethink about your own life, because what we're not going to do is dictate what my last four of my social are doing. It's going down. So make sure you listen (laughs) to hear how we address this mess on the Unjust Around podcast brought to you by none other than Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, you talked about that summer glow. You know, I had to get out there and get a little sun. You looking nice and dewy. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, Macy's help me and they can help you too. They have all the online guides and tips you need to create a routine that's summer ready and sun safe. And you can head on over to Macy's.com slash beauty because, uh, you know, you could get that sun kiss, sun kiss, gluey. What's wrong with me today? Sun sun kiss, dewy glow. I feel you. That's that Miami calling you. But you know what? You just said something. You said a whole word, sun safe. Now, sun safety is a necessity. Women don't realize us beautiful melanated people. We still need to make sure that we protect our skin. So you can explore skincare and makeup by skin types and needs to build a routine entirely catered just to you. You can discover a fragrance with Mm -hmm. all the the right notes, you know the thing that hits you when you walk past, you go, ooh, her walk bad wins good. That's what you need, a good fragrance, <laughs> whether it's warm sage or bright floral. I love me some roses. That's my mm-hmm. jam. Using the fragrance finder. So it's a cute little uh, situation over at Macy's right now. If you want to spruce up your, your fragrance situation or you want to give someone, you can go into the fragrance finder and find things that kind of speak to that person and personalize their yes. scent. Plus, you can Find your perfect foundation max with Foundation Finder, and you can discover even more ways to make your beauty shopping a breeze. All you got to do is slide on over to Macy's.com slash beauty. Speaking of beauty, the beauty is in the news. Let's go. Let's go. Queen B and Drake. 
Both of them. They drop new music. We got some great new music this week. I'm so yes. excited. Just in time for the summer. And y'all know last week, or what was that? Two weeks ago, we got that Kendrick Lamar album. Oh, and my God. Yo, listen, we have so much heat. Pusha T got his album. Everybody is killing it out here. But, of course, the king and queen of the charts, they are back up there. Drake and Beyonce. Beyonce dropped the single. Drake dropped the album. Now, Drake surprised fans with the 14-track album. But, but this album is a little different than people expected. You know, they used to the this hard-hitting, heavy hip-hop tracks. But instead, he kind of gave us a dance album and uh, uh, it featured uh. like jersey club music baltimore yes. club old house music 90s dance music it's fire like i'm not gonna lie um i started listening to it and i was like i said i was in miami and to me that was the vibe yeah like they played it at every did they every dj was playing it this weekend and it was crazy because you could just let it rock you know you could the whole let it album the whole album shout out to my boy vinyls though he did jimmy crooks that's the last song on the album with 21 savage uh -huh. that's when drake did get a little hip-hop yeah 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 okay. yeah. he went back he went back he went back and he got it in on that one but he did drop a video called falling back and it has tristan thompson in it of all people. talk about this video please oh my god so in this video tristan is encouraging drake to follow through with his marriage to guess how many 23 women very much like tristan so i feel like that he because he got 23 people pregnant last year <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it makes a whole lot of sense Half and he's got internet. 21 forgivenesses from um chloe kardashian too, yeah so more than I that expect the 24th to come yeah, but you know, half of the internet really did not like Drake's album. They wasn't expecting this. They actually said they hated it. And half people said they love it. I did see that they said Drake uh, made this album for the guys that can go overseas on trips with a beautiful woman versus who's looking for where the hoes at. <laughs> oh, you mean people that have a passport as opposed to those that yes. have an ID card? Exactly. Those? Okay, exactly. got it. Those. Mm -hmm. so, TSA pre-check uh, verified. Yeah, what did you think about his album though? You know, you know me. I love alternative music. Yes. I love the club jam. That's that's my thing. I'm not a real hard uh, rap hitter, which is why I ended up liking Kendrick's album so much because it was so lyrical. It wasn't yes. so, you know, crazy. But for when it came to Drake, Drake never fails for me. No. I, I it's one of those things, Lo. You you can't win for losing because if he would have done what he's done before, we would have said we've heard it before. Yeah. And then if he does a new sound, then we want what he used to do so he can't you can't you know hate him if he do hate him if he don't but i love the album what i thought was funny is that b drop her record uh, which is also a house record but we are in love so. with it and everybody's gonna be um unemployed soon but that's another yeah she told everybody <laughs> to get that they could quit their job but she's the rich one well drake did have a response for the internet he says it's all good if you don't get it yet that's what we do we wait for you to catch up we ain't here though we caught up already hey. on to the next my goodness so speaking of like you said this is the wave and it's just certain people didn't get it well beyonce she came out with her new single it's called break my soul yes. a lot of people were nervous thinking it was gonna be like a lion king 2 thing again like nobody was looking for that. <laughs> but she did it. She delivered. You she leave had... Beyonce alone. Oh, her versatility. I love me. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. 
Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I love you, but I, I ain't want to hear no spiritual, uh, Negro spiritual but song. You, you know why Drake <laughs> and Beyonce's albums or records rather sound similar? Because everybody is in a mood to have a good time. Finally. We have had a, a struggle of the last couple of years, no matter yes. what's gone on in life. There are things that have connected all of us called the pandemic. And so I think it's time for us to get back to laughter, to get back to smiling, to get back to some good old fashioned soul type of fun. And that's why the music is what it is. Yeah, I love it. Well, she came out with, like I said, her single Break My Soul, but she also announced her new album, Renaissance. It's coming out July 29th. And uh, the shop on Beyonce.com revealed that the four collections is titled Pose 1, Pose 2, Pose 3, Pose 4. They're all available on the website, Beyonce.com. It's going to cost $39.99, and it ships the day the album drops. So each set includes a Renaissance box. So it has a T-shirt and a CD, which I haven't seen. I'm getting all of that. I'm getting all of that. Yeah, I think think I'm going to have to pull up on that, too. Chris Brown also has his album coming out next week. We're getting the three best, biggest artists in the game that are all coming out at the same time, which makes me happy and sad because I don't because I don't want to see them compete like Chris Brown and Beyonce numbers going head to head. I hate that. Like, see. That's the thing. It's up to us as the the listening audience, as the consumer to decide if we're going to put them up against each other or if we're going to support them and rock with them. And so if we don't choose to say, hey, who has a better album? They don't they're not even equivocal. Like one is hip hop. One is R&B. They have different sounds. So that's true. But they're all billboard charts. And these are all really R&B type vibes. And Chris Brown, I heard his R&B album because that's what it is, is phenomenal. I heard it's going to be really, really good. And it took him, he had like 400 tracks originally and it's down to like 23. So um, I can't wait. And this is going to be his 10th studio album. I cannot wait. There's so much in there. Yeah, good music coming, Let me tell y'all. you, CB, Chris Brown is the king of the summer. I when I him. think of summertime, I think of Chris Brown and I think of Drake. So the fact that he's dropping is epic. The fact that Drake just dropped is epic. And I am sitting with bated breath for the entire Beyonce album. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. This is definitely a big moment. And uh, The Dream actually produced that song yes. by Beyonce. So that's that's amazing, too. Shout out Big Frida on that bounce. Huh. Ah, uh, ah, hey, I, go. <laughs> listen, I'm so here for Frida and I'm so here for her glow up. You know, Beyonce definitely uh, had her on that last album and then uh, brought her Formation. back for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited for her. You know, but- she's going to be on that College Hill thing as well. Is she? See the reboot? Yeah. Oh, y'all so. ain't ready for Big Frida. I watched every episode <laughs> of her TV show. Oh, did you? What? <laughs> you already know. I, I love Big Frida. But mm-hmm. speaking of TV, can I go back like way back, like a throwback on a classic? Back in the time. Back in the time when the girls are looking like a the bomb. <laughs> like, girl, you looking like a the Yo, Girl, you looking like the bomb. Looking good. Stepping with the big dogs. That would be the one, the only Martin, Martin. Lawrence. He brought him back, y'all. He brought the whole crew back for a reunion. And fans of the 90s hit sitcom will recall Martin came to an end back in the day 
off screen when tensions um, hit between two of the castmates over sexual harassment lawsuit mm. filed by Tisha Campbell, who played Gina Martin's girlfriend slash fiance slash wife against Martin Lawrence. So at the time, the actress claimed that Martin Lawrence had subjected her to inappropriate behavior on set, including sexual battery, verbal abuse, and unwelcomed escalating sexual harassment. Mm. Well, this is what teacher had to say, and I quote, we worked really hard to reconnect and to forgive, Campbell told Gail King on CBS Mornings. This reunion is about a celebration of everything that we did, everything that we accomplished, and our growth as human beings. And so we concentrated mostly on that. Now, in an interview with People Magazine, she said everything else besides the reunion is a personal situation that we have all healed from. So we are not even going to talk about it. Now, I do hope to embrace it as much as they do. I wasn't nervous about getting together with the cast because we are all still close friends. So this is one of those situations, you know, a lot of times as an actor, uh, I am reminded that this is yours to lose or yours yeah. to mess up. Yeah. And this was one of those situations where I don't even think Martin anticipated the success of this show. It right. was so epic and it was theirs to mess up. And Gina, Tisha Campbell, um, definitely had a lot to do with the closing and the ending of that show. Uh, two people cannot play lovers on a romantic comedy and not get along. Like, it just does not work. Yeah, that's so, not going to work out. Oh. Do you think they really made up, like... Do you think Gina was wrong? I, come, I keep calling her Gina. I'm sorry, Tisha, girl. I, but do you think she was wrong? Do you think that there is like water under the bridge now? What, 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 do, you, what do you think about this situation? Man. I see, friend. I do feel like it was a tough uh, time for Martin. I believe Martin was taking some kind of drugs at the time as well. Because remember, didn't he go like a little AWOL? That was afterward. But that, you know, he, when he was lunching, when he was yeah. in DC lunching in that I little sweatsuit. Yeah, I would assume that it leaded up to that. You know, it had to have been a road to it before. Maybe, like, he had his road of recovery, so she was willing to forgive. That's the only thing I could think, because if it was that bad, me personally, I wouldn't be back in the room with the person. Right. And so do, is there there's part of me that wonders if it was over-exaggerated, or you know how sometimes, like, you get mad at a situation, but your maturity tell you to, like, chill out and breathe and yeah. don't say nothing right now, Yeah. versus your immature self that pop off and you like oh I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that because you can't unring a bell because that was like a bell you could not unring this is 30 something years later since they started that show and we're still yeah. talking about how it ended with an argument and contracts and things are different I, I know back in the day you know men were able to get away with so much more and um, I'm not defending Martin at all. I would never defend somebody like um, disrespecting a woman in that manner. But things that were normal back then are now crimes today. You know, think way that men would talk to women just in sexual manners. In well, the okay, okay. I'm going to have to play like devil's advocate because you are like me where we work yeah. in industry where there is professionalism expected, but there's a gray area because there it this is our life and these are our opinions. And so- right. When you are an actor and you have a television show and sexual innuendos are played on your show. And the whole time. The whole time. I think it's, you know, really funky when you can't find the maturity to divide the two. You know That's what I'm true. saying? No, he's he wrong. 
Especially for being the star in the situation. Well, but for her too, because Both like, was it, was he really trying to hit or was he creating chemistry and fun so that when y'all shoot the show and you, she got her leg on you under the sheets, it's not uncomfortable. You right. know what I'm saying? Because Martin got a lot of backlash, even with Pam and some of the jokes that him and Pam had. People were like, well, he only said that and spoke like that to her because she's a brown-skinned woman or darker-skinned woman. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. I go back and forth with guys like that all the time that I'm cool with. Like, it's it's joke. That's how we do in our community. It's the double standard because Pam could call Martin this little bitty man and the little bitty this and the little bitty that. But then if he... Calls her uh, buckwheat or whoever. Yeah, anything talk about her weave or cattle or stable, then you know he's wrong. But where's the double standard? Why? why, I mean, I don't get. If Gina could forgive, if if there was really a Patricia Campbell, if she could forgive, then we need to forgive and move on from the situation. Uh, When Gail asked her about it, I thought it was a little messy. It was, and it was. It, it was, was it was in Gail form. You, you know what bothers me about that though? Gail what? never gets called out for her messiness, but sometimes like it's one thing to ask someone a question, but she said like, you know, um the allegations and she said you had allegations that he denied them. Like you didn't need to throw that he, in No, there. she baited her. She absolutely yeah, she baited did. her. Tisha Campbell, you can tell she's been working 30 years on that response cuz she answered that thing like a That's pro. Right. Yes, but, she did. You know, it is really frustrating when we don't have a lot of women or people like Gail King in the media space and they take our heroes, our sheroes, our entertainers and the people that we look up to and they underline and, and she underlines and highlights their flaws yeah. and their imperfections yeah. as if, you know, she don't use it at the same hole as everyone else. It's Come very I, She irritates me with this narrative stuff. I can't with Gail. Same, same. I can't. But I will say... Gina, we don't forget that uh, sex trafficking story you made up with the Uber. So that's what made the Martin thing. <laughs> Hold on. Please remind me what happened. <laughs> she tried to say that somebody tried to sex traffic her in an Uber. But the hotel was like, it wasn't even an Uber. It was a taxi cab number she claimed she got. It was from, very like, Jesse Smollett. Front, it was giving Jesse. <laughs> And like when she was explaining, it just didn't seem right. So I think when she got to talking, I was like, maybe Gina don't have all her marbles aligned. And then, you know, every time she talks about her ex, that doesn't help her. She seems like the one that's off a rocker. Let me just say, she went through a lot with Dwayne Martin, the allegations she has against him, him being her on paper manager, getting a percentage of her checks. Ooh, her see, residual. I didn't know that child. Oh, girl, I'll give you all the tea. Percentage Woo! of her, her checks, her residual. She talked about how she was basically dead broke when they um, ended up divorcing. How much all, does the manager take? All of her checks per, I guess, her residuals. Um, sag after you basically dictate where your residuals go. So I could say they can go to my agent and then whatever. I guess it was dictated that they went to him. Allegedly. So he was getting all her residuals, her her everything. That's what Gail should have been talking about. That's more me. I thought it was me. (laughs) I'm excited to see the reboot though. When does it come? Well, um, the re- reunion or the reboot, I believe it comes out on July the 16th on BET Plus. 
It's so far. I'm sad. Bring it's it up. It's not home. that far. I mean, I have a show coming out on the 14th. It's like two weeks away. Okay, okay. I'll two days wait after that. But no, it's gonna it's it's going down. I know a lot of people are super anticipating it. It's really cool because uh um I believe Atheon Crockett is there and does some questioning, but it's super nostalgic because they go back to the original set, like the original set of Martin, the original house, the little apartment condo, the little hallway <laughs> Shanae be in. Yes. Yeah. I so, can't wait. I love me some Shanae. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want my mama biscuit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, shout out to Martin and to uh, Gina. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Tommy Ford. Yeah. Uh, shout out to um, Cole Cole Brown, bro man, bro man from the fifth floor, Big fifth Shirley. Flow. Everybody uh, that participated <laughs> in making that piece of TV history for us and for the culture. Now speaking of history, these two are fully history, and that's Cassie and Diddy. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, that, that's you mean like historic or history yeah, like over? history like they over. Okay. OK, but let's just say the beef is not over. The drama is not over. Now, Cassie's husband, Alex Fine, he allegedly fired some shots at the man. Uh, Diddy brother loves Sean Combs, Papa Diddy. <laughs> right now, Diddy, <laughs> he released a song. It's called Gotta Move On. It's featuring Bryson Tiller. Now, you know, mm -hmm. he has a label coming. It's called Love Records. It's supposed to be focused on R&B. I guess Diddy is his own first artist on that note. Shout out my girl, Stacey Barth, because she signed to him as oh, well. Oh, Stacey but, uh, is my yeah. baby. Shout out to Stacey. Well, this is uh, going to... Supposedly a tribute to Cassie, and that's his ex-fiance of four years. They broke up. Um, they were together 10 years. And uh, Cassie is now married to Alex Fine. They have two children. Diddy didn't confirm that the song was specifically about her, but there's a particular verse on the song that made listeners think he is talking to her through Bryson Tiller. What did it say? It says, sent you some things, yeah, when I was done drinking, like, girl, he with you for the wrong reasons. Cause you were with me. Tell him stop reaching, stop reaching. Guess that's just the jealous in me. I'm salty. I need it. My wound keeps bleeding. You found a new man, so I gotta move on. Guess you got a new agenda, but you know, but you barely know I won't. Said you're wrong. Guess you had to move on. So uh yeah, they was actually together eleven years, my mistake. Well, wait, I was gonna say, wait a minute though. Why, why how come this isn't J Lo? Like, why do we assume that it's Cassie? Oh, well, this was a hundred years ago, J Lo. I mean, she moved on numerous. Well, times. I mean, he's tweeted J Lo more recently than he's tweeted Cassie. Yeah, but and that was a reach. You know what I mean? Trying to make I well, feel he like talking he's about a reach. He's trying to to reach out to Cassie to make her feel away. Now, remember, they said that she cheated on him with Alex Fine, and he actually paid for this guy to be her personal trainer. That's what people I don't were saying. think she cheated. That's what they say, Chad. I mean, well, who cheated first? Let's be real. Wow. Anyway, just eight months after she split with Diddy, they were expecting their first child, and then they got married shortly after. That seems like maybe a cheat. Anyway, Alex <laughs> heard about the track. Check this out. Check out what he did, though. This was sick. I was reading it like, yo. Now, it looks like he addressed the track in a post 
So he wished the LGBTQ plus community a happy Pride Month. And then he wrote, happy Pride to all my LGBTQ plus friends. And attached is a charity that helps people who are in the closet and got to move on, along with other resources. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Did he? Wait a wait a yes, minute! He, did. he said that are in the closet and in gotta closet. move on. Use his own song title. What's the name of the record? Gotta move on. Okay, I'm gonna do this with you. Yes, I'm gonna do this with you. Alex. I'm gonna with you. Start the week over. Start the week over. I just want to know: Do you think Alex is talking about Diddy and that gotta move on in all caps? Post? Let me let me tell you something. Alex Fine just got ten extra points for this gangster right yes. here. Listen, the, the, these, are, these are what we call gangster moves. And Cassie was with one of the G's of all G's, which is Diddy. Like him or not, that man moves like nothing but a gangster. And the fact yeah. that he clapped back the way he did, you know, it's just kind of letting him know, I'm your husband. I got, I'm your father of your kids. And I'm your protector, too. And I am not scared of brotherly love. <laughs> Well, what does this say about Puff? How many times is somebody going to say that Puff is in a closet or insinuate that he's, you know, not just playing for one side of the team? And I'm well, like, you know what? I, I think that, that that part to me is a little bit whack because you can't use Pride Month in a post about yeah, that is, appreciating that Pride that and then point your finger at him as if it's something to be ashamed about. If the man is bisexual, if the man does whatever he wants to do in the room, as long as you're not involved and it doesn't hurt you, I don't understand what the problem is and why highlighting it as if it's a bad thing. I think that part is whack. Like, yeah. So well, that's why I would assume it really is a shot because you can't like big up pride and then say people in the closet. Like they don't, they don't go in the same. He's sentence. for sure taking a shot, but I just wondered did Cassie share some bedroom secrets with him because why would you be that bold to say that if you didn't have any facts behind it or something as to where you felt like there was truth, especially when involving it with Pride Month? Mm. And and I will say that he obviously knows something, but he did delete it. Like it's it giving a real Chris Brown Karuchi. To me, it's it's giving very that. It's getting very, I'm not over you. I can still smell your perfume on my pillow. I saved the one pair of underwear that you had left that you got from Macy's. I I saved those. They in the back drawer. It's giving very, very that for me. I know he misses her because you don't see him, even though like we've talked about other relationships, you don't see him flaunt around Cassandra is a beautiful girl. You can't can't compare to Cassie, baby. Cassie being the one. Like Roland Ray says she's been that girl. She's been, she's that, been girl. that girl. And without nothing, like when she cut that side of her head, everybody was like, what the hell did he that made her ruin herself? Everybody started cutting the side of Jada their Jada was like, here I go. Yo, Come here. Give me I'm some tweezers. Saying. Give me some clippers. Yeah. She's fire still to this day. Yes. Well, if y'all didn't know, y'all listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page so you can be swagged out just like L'Oreal this summer by like heading you. on over to <laughs> Macy's.com slash the undressing room. Now, I want you to undress the elephant in the room. but I'm I full. think you should undress the elephant in the room. You want the elephant? Yes. Oh, Lord have mercy. Well, I mean, you know what? You got to wake up early in the morning to make up this kind of news. So, you know, we not lying. Listen to this audio. So over in India, there was this woman who was attacked and trampled to death by an elephant, but it didn't end there. So the woman's family was literally in the middle of her funeral when the elephant came back for round two. So the elephant crashed the funeral 
grabbed the woman's body in front of the horrified family, threw it away, trampled it some more, and then sat there for over an hour. But it didn't end there. So after sitting there for a while, the elephant started to roar, which brought in the rest of the herd. Now this herd proceeded to fuck up the rest of the village and destroy the poor woman's home. Now I know what they say, elephants don't forget, but clearly they do not forgive. To know an elephant, you know that they are not usually a violent animal. They're large by stature, but they're not violent. So this made so many people question, like, what is going on? What did this lady do? What did she do? They said an elephant never forgets, and he definitely came and found her. So she had to have done something to this elephant or the elephant's family. So what what was the elephant's... I mean, I feel like a detective right now. Okay. I feel like iced tea on Law & Order, but what were the detective, the, the, the elephant's motives like why do we get here so many users online speculated that the woman was a part of a poacher group that killed baby elephants and so that's why they keep coming up but is this just like a a super crazy case of karma yo so people be using wolves and lions as like yeah i'm a wolf i'm a gorilla i'm a now i'm an elephant fam like ah we if you gonna beef with me we gonna be forever Like, how did the elephant know that? He's smart, man. He just knew. He was like, I can smell that conniving poacher. <laughs> W-H-O-R-E. <laughs> I'm going to get that poacher. And he found her. Like, sometimes, man, that's called karma. And whether it comes in the form of a trunk, a foot, a hoof, or whatever they got. <laughs> it's like, but, but elephants, like, this is not, like you said, lions, tigers, and bears, right? So certain animals you expect in the, the jungle, in the forest, in the wild, like, they're going to get at you. If you see a coyote, you might want to run. But an elephant is traditionally just a more lovable animal. I have a friend named Shaka Zulu who spends a lot of times um, abroad and he is the biggest elephant lover. You can always see him in the wild playing with beautiful big elephants, baby elephants all the time. And so the fact that this elephant killed this lady and came back and killed her again. I don't know. Elephant's been wild this week because I seen another elephant that what was trying to like, uh, she, he was, it like took a woman's clothes off. It was like a baby elephant. He was like trying That's to hump the woman. She was all naked at the end of the day. So like, they know what they want y'all, but I will say <laughs> this woman, I'm gonna have to say the woman in India, she knew she was in trouble. She started running. If I see elephants and I'm used to seeing elephants, I'm not running. Because like you said, they're not violent animals. No. But so, someone might have whispered to her like on Ghost. She said, Molly, you in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, she knew what she did. She knew what she did. And one of them elephants was there when they poached the baby elephant. That's probably was the mom. And she was waiting to see her again. And when she seen, when the, when the, when the elephant seen her, she like, oh, I remember got my kid killed. I'm going to come and get her. And that's what happened. What's beef? Beef is when your elephant mama remember. That's a fact right there. Yeah, but they um they had a whole bunch of petty elephant stories that happened recently, and that's just not petty random. elephants. <laughs> you have another petty elephant story? No, I know they just said another woman uh, dug in her butt and touched the elephant, and he went crazy. Well, see, first of all, <laughs> that's unhygienic, and I think it's very disrespectful. And it de- the elephant said, "Put some respect on my name." Yeah. So yeah, she better be careful. Know. If she die, he gonna be at her funeral. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah, that is gross. That's Why would you do that though? I don't know, but I want to know what they're doing in your DM. 
Oh, Lord. Can I, can, can, can I be a nosy friend? Let me tell you something. One of them was so bad. I want to read it to you, but it's just like ridiculous. No, I'm okay. Like, so censor it a little bit if you I'm have to, try. but you know I need it. I need okay. it. Okay. He's first of all, his name alone. I don't even know if we could play Loyal Liquor. <laughs> let me let me sit up. I don't know how much I can read. Okay. Basically, he's saying, I really adore you and your sexy body. Don't get offended. I'm not a pervert or a fake page. I just have a fetish. And um, then he talks about what he wants to do with that fetish. And uh, he said he wants to inhale the smell of me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is just, I can't, okay, I'm going to move on. So that No, was no, no, one. but no, what it sounds like to me is that someone is a fan. They listen to your morning show, The Morning Hustle, every morning. They are a fan of the podcast. They follow you on Instagram. And then they went to sleep and they had a dream about you. <laughs> oh, and scared. this is the dream. I don't like it. Okay, well, this one caught me by... Hella surprise, okay? What happened? Hey, baby love. I wanted to tell you you're so stunningly beautiful. I love your energy and you seem so sweet. Let's be friends. LOL. Oh, I think I got a crush. Lots of blessings and love to you, baby girl. Why is it an old white woman? (laughs) (laughs) It's an old white woman! Listen, she'll take you down. Maybe it was just like a cover picture. No, it's an old white woman, okay? I'm so here for the Karen. Karen says, listen, I am Pamela. I am not Karen, and you can get it, L'Oreal. What is happening? I like the DMs this week. You do? Those those are a lot and a bit drastic. They're a bit drastic, but I am here for shooting your shot. And okay. because it is Pride Month, yes, and we do Living accept truth, all man. kind of beauty and love. We I do. love the fact that a beautiful <laughs> Caucasian middle-aged woman. I yes. mean, you are my Nubia white princess. You are the culture, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she listening to the Morning Hustle? Or because <laughs> the Morning Hustle is entertaining. If you don't listen to it, you might want to slide over there. That's true, but she's like ninety. Well. She is in the group of women and you support women and she wants to be your underwire to the support of your bra. I mean, I'm not mad at this. Hey, hey, y'all. This is your girl, Eva Marcel. And y'all know me. I'm L'Oreal. Now, listen, we want to tell you all about the new Buick Enclave. You heard about this, right, Eva? Yes, girl. They are really showing out. So let's start off with the interior. It is literally designed to make being together the new place to be. I know. Oh, that's right. You could get your whole family, all your friends inside there. It's three rows of premium seat and nobody got to move the elbows or fuss around. Mm. It's truly an oasis of refinement. It's beautiful. And so it doesn't even matter if you are going to a movie night, if you're mm. going to the store, if you're going on a family road trip. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of space for the entire family. You know, I have three kids, so I That's need right. space for the crew. And this is space for the entire crew and other things. I like having that little extra room when I'm on the road to stretch out. Let's talk about how delicious the outside is, L'Oreal. Listen, the inside looks as good as the outside. You might 
I'd even want to bite it. <laughs> Eva, listen, the bold, expressive style, refined touches, Ooh. that is what defines the new Buick Enclave. I love it. You're going to love it, too. All you have to do is visit Buick.com slash what moves you, because that car is going to move you around, rum, 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 hey, and you're going to have all the space you need. For that new Enclave. Hey. Okay, Buick. We see you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. I have a question about the final question <laughs> okay. this week. Talking about our sisters out here. Men, there's um an idea that women have. And tell me if you agree. There's a woman that says, if you're dating a girl and she does not have at least two good girlfriends, then you should not date her. Because she does not know how to have an emotional, mature relationship. Listen to this audio. As a man, if you if you if you dating a girl and she don't have at least like two good good girlfriends, like ten years plus, I wouldn't for her. Mm. Why? She can't keep- because you can't. You don't know how to have emotional mature relationships. Mm. Mm-hmm. Break that down. Like they're, being emotionally mature is a thing. You mm-hmm. know how to handle your emotions. You know how to respond. You know how to and communicate. Not react, you know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. If I cannot, I am a woman that likes to be around powerful, strong, smart, spiritual women. People who are stronger than me in certain areas because iron sharpens iron. I need to be around somebody that's not easily offended. I need to be around somebody that knows how to be like, no, 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 check that. Mm -hmm. I love you enough to check you. Come on, you tripping. Friends that check you. You Take that down. Take that off Instagram, what you doing? Yeah, take that off. (laughs) Take that off. You look crazy. You look nuts. What What are are you you talking about? If you don't have friends, you don't have a female that has friends in her life to keep her accountable, you don't need to mess Mm -hmm. with her. And vice versa. Mm. Females, if you got a that you're talking to and he don't got two good friends that check his ass and hold him accountable. Who is holding you accountable? Who is saying, bro, that's not okay. Who is saying, no, man, that's not cool the way you're treating her. Ooh, wait. Now, that's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. So I'm dying to know what you think about this. I have I have a couple of opinions. Um, I don't think there is an absolute. Uh, I think her the, the the definition of emotional maturity is uh, is not what they said. No. However, I do agree with the idea of having good counsel when it comes to a friend. I I do not like to date or be with a man that does not have good male counsel, which means he out here wilding. He doesn't have a homeboy that will pull up and say, "Bruh, that's not cool. Don't say that. Don't do that." You know what I'm saying? It's this mm-hmm. professional environment. That outfit's not working you know someone that will do that however i do not think it is a testament to a woman's maturity if Uh -uh. she has a girlfriend that um or or doesn't have a lot of female friends i think it's a person's personal choice i'm a Uh person that has um I'm very busy. I have three kids, a lot of jobs. I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of time to nurture friendships. I do mm-hmm. have my friends and we 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 definitely are down for each other. They'll check right. me when I'm wrong. But I also don't need a parent. I have a mother. 
So whatever it is that woke you up this morning that got your checkbook ready to put checks in my boxes, sis, go back to sleep right. and rethink about your own life. Because what we're not going to do is dictate what my last four of my social are doing. I'm just I, saying. Yeah, that's weird to me. The friends thing shouldn't have anything to do with anything else. I know people that have billions of quote unquote friends and they are the worst friend and like the worst person in a relationship. I could think of somebody off the top of my head that has all these great good girlfriends that they've been friends with forever and cheats on every dude that she's ever been with. Wow. So I'm a little confused. Sometimes those people are the distractions. Uh, in a situation and not like your crutch or whatever. Mm. The advice that they're getting may not giving, may not even be the best advice. I'd rather you get advice from your pastor or like you said, your mama or your your elder and your family. That's who I'd rather give you advice, especially the advice. You got to be careful with that too. I remember a guy was dating. Um, his parents are together still. And he told me his father told him never to get married. So the, oh, the advice that you get, and he's still married to his mom and he's never going to get married. This guy, he'll have relationships, but the way that he moves, he moves as a man that never wants to get married anyway. And if he would, because he's going to be a cheater. That he was given because by of a mature person. He was given. Yeah, by a mature person. So let alone your friends or these like, you know, I've been in a relationship with a guy where the friends encouraged him to break up. So that they could be back outside and and be out with him. But then when it all hit the fan and things weren't, weren't going as well for him, they were all gone. And the only person that was there was still me. You know, wow. the one that they told to leave. So, um, and, and all they wanted him to leave me for was only because I was taking up his time. Uh, and he used to be around them all the time. Oh, I didn't he cheat had a on him. I never did anything. Yeah, I was being a girlfriend. And oh, they didn't okay. have that. They had oh. women they were dealing with, but not nothing real. You no know, one so, to pick up the tab at the club, you say? Exactly. Like oh. nobody that could do anything. Like forget it. They can pick up a towel from the floor. Forget a tab. Okay. So um, I, I think this is an immature way of thinking. Um, but to each its own, you know, if this works for her and she loves somebody with, I don't even like somebody that has like a ton of, ton of friends. And then it's like, now they always have to be around or now you always want to well, be with your friends. I or, just, I think that that is, it's, it's a very today's society idea of being cool. Um, it's having all of these friends. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have any sisters. I have three brothers and my brother's loyalty and dedication to me was what they did, not what they right. said. Right. Um, I was never the girl that had like a big group of homegirls or anything like that. Cause I'm 10 mm -hmm. toes down. So right. I'm the kind of friend, your problems, they, my problems, my problems, they, your That's problems. Right. So I can't have too many friends. We don't have a whole lot of problems. Cause everybody, has, problems. everybody has something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, it's kind of hard to find who you are when you're mixed in with who everybody else is. Right. You know what I mean? And I found and journeyed a lot of life learning who I am in my solitude, in my my selfness, not with looking at everyone else and what they're you doing. You better preach. And, oh, okay. So she got a man. That's how she got a man. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll do some of that. Oh, that's what that's the style. That's what we gotta wear today, or that's what we're supposed to look like, or that's what I'm supposed to say. Like, 
what do I feel? And it's hard to block out the noise when it's so constant and even learn what you feel if you don't give yourself a space to hear yourself. So Because what did they say, Eva? They say, if you can't live with yourself, if you can't live alone with yourself, then nobody's going to want to live with you. So if you're always around people and you always have, like you said, these opinions in your ear and you changing the way you are because of everything that's going on around you, that's too much. And I do feel like for a moment in time when I learned to be the strongest and the best me was when I decided to cut mostly everybody yeah. off and start over. You could hear you. You could feel you. Yeah. You can see you. It's hard to do that in a room because we are energy as people. We are energy. When you, when we click on to here, I literally can feel your energy Yeah, and it's transfers back and forth. If I'm having a crappy day, I will Throw that on you. If you're having a beautiful day, that will end up lightening my load. You know what I'm saying? And so if you have all these different energies and all these different opinions and your friend going through a divorce over here and the Mm -hmm. one over here got the little side piece and the one over there's boyfriend is cheating on her and that's your friend group. Yeah, girl, bye. No, yeah, and the more friends, the more it is to choose from, and the more guys that come around too, the more women that come around too. So you think about that as well. You should have some sort of relationship, but just because you don't have a bunch of friends, don't mean you could be a bad like you're bad in a relationship. That's I think the intention of what they were saying um, definitely struck a chord and has some sound uh, advice and some some truth to it. But you know, it's the letter of the law that people end up taking. So you look up and you're like, well, she only has one homegirl. She <laughs> don't have two. She's not mature in relationships. Like, right. what does that even mean? Exactly. And just because I'm around somebody more than another doesn't mean we're closer friends either. Like some friends, we don't have time to speak all the time. You know, I, right. I have a friend that's been my friend since I was 16 years old. And I, I see her when I can. I speak to her when I can. We don't speak every day. We sometimes don't speak once a month. Like, but that's that still part. my close friend. Like, and, and nothing's going to change that. But don't let it confuse you too. If a girl has a group of friends that she's all emotionally, like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? That so might app- be her 16th group of friends in this bad. <laughs> and listen, I know people like that too, that always rotate their best friend. Like, girl, how you got all these best friends? And it's different every year. Like, that's yeah. toxic to me. And it's in a sense. Like so to each its own sis do what you need to do for yourself. Everyone's DNA makeup is different and what you need to fuel you to be the best version of you is only known by you. So don't let anyone me (laughs) low or any other person tell you, if you're mature in relationships or not, you know when you're ready and you also know when That's you're not. It. My mama used to tell me, you ain't got no damn friends. Oh, girl, my mama too. <laughs> and then she would tell me, I'm not one of your little playthings. Yes, I'm like, which one is it? I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I'm your only friend, but I ain't one of your little friends. I ain't, I ain't one your playthings. Well, what are we? What, what are, are we here? We? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. You know what you could do. Log on to our personal Macy's shopping page so that you can dress like me and Eva because we yes. always fly in our Macy's. You could go on over right now to Macy's.com slash The Undressing That's Room. And do yourself a favor. What's that? This is episode, I believe, number 73 Woo. for L'Oreal and I over here at The Undressing Room Podcast. Yes. If you've missed any episodes, if you need to just spruce up your ideas, find out what's going on, topics you might have missed, a little bit of uh-huh. encouragement, all that goodness, uh-huh. go back, listen to past episodes. It goes Bring that down. thing back. Bring that thing Ooh, back. Clap back. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Every week, the Undressing Room Podcast is going down. Till next time, y'all. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani, Michelle Marino, and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.